Hi, I'm Melody Hilton, and I'm so excited about this particular podcast because I want to talk about what does it mean or what are the attributes of being a powerful person? And really, we have two choices, to live powerlessly or to live powerfully. And um, I am not speaking or attacking anyone because I know what it's like to live a powerless life. And so many people believe that they are powerless because of victimization or battles or struggles or fears or failures. They believe that they are going to remain victims long after all those things have happened. And so they live at the mercy of the loudest voices. They live according to the opinions of others, and they are controlled by the fear of man. What does somebody think about me? And once again, I'm not attacking anyone because this was Melody. I know what it's like to feel powerless. I know what it's like to feel like I'll never measure up. I'm not good enough. Uh, that I was in, in a place where I, I was even afraid to dream because I couldn't believe that I would have the ability to succeed. But we must recognize that we are amazingly designed to be powerful. We are designed to walk in authority, not over others per se, but over ourselves, over our internal world, that we are powerful enough to govern ourselves through our free will, through our choice, through our self-control, through our internal management, as well as taking external realms of authority and responsibility. So the quality and maturity of our personal choices, this internal dialogue, you know, those thoughts that are going on on the inside of me, and how we talk and treat others all demonstrate how powerful we are. So once again, we have two choices, one, to be powerful, secondly, to be powerless. So powerlessness leaves us as a victim to where we relegate our power over to others. We feel it's selfish to protect ourselves. We allow ourselves to be controlled, not just by people, but by circumstances, so no matter how you feel today, you today hold the ability to be powerful. And so I want to share some characteristics of powerful people. And I think one of the first ones, it almost seems like it's an oxymoron, but humble people are powerful people. The fact is, the more we know who we are, the more we reject being jealous, as, jealous of others or walking in competition with others, the, the more that we reject comparison with others, the better version we become of ourselves. So the more humble we are, the more powerful we are. See, powerful people are not trying to impress others, but always purpose to bring their very best to the table, whether that's personally in my family and in my uh, personal friendships and relationships or in my professional world, whether it's in the tasks that I accomplish or whether it's in how I relate and connect to other people. And it is about being in a place where I take personal responsibility in a humble way 
and I impact my world with that same heart. The only way I'm going to impact my world is to walk in an authentic, humble heart. I'm not better than anyone else. I am not more qualified than anyone else. But we all hold the power to be our best selves. You see, powerful people are so confident. Not because they've arrived, but because they give their best. See, there's a big difference between perfection and excellence. Because perfection is me doing something perfect without thought, without flaw, without error. You know, being perfect. This podcast is not perfect today. But it is an excellent podcast because I'm giving my very best. I'm sharing my heart. I'm being authentic. And I'm confident in what I carry. Because, see, powerful people celebrate every single advancement, whether it's large or it's small, whether it's my internal private victory or an external public victory. Both are powerful. Until I grow internally, I'm not going to have the same level of external impact. I must celebrate and be confident in what is invisible as well as what is visible. It's not having the platform that's going to build confidence in me. It's having that internal dialogue of knowing I'm walking in excellence. I'm going to give my best self. And I believe that the best is yet to come. I believe that what I do has the ability to lay a foundation Because there is something so much greater, not just for me, but every person I connect to, so that there is things that yet can be that we don't yet see manifested in our lives. Because see, these powerful people with confidence, they recognize that today is our moment of power. See, it's all the little choices that we make day in and day out that bring huge dividends. It's like all the little investments bring that return on investment. Um, uh, I have had a Fitbit, I am guessing, for maybe five or six years, but it totally blew, blew me away the other day when I went and looked on my Fitbit account and I saw that I have over 23 million steps. I go, man, my brain cannot wrap myself around 23 million steps. But the fact is, every day, giving my best to get in my steps, after a few years, not many years, I have 23 million steps in. Wow, that's amazing. That's pretty powerful because giving my best every day produces great benefits. See, powerful people do not allow the external to determine their internal peace or to determine their confidence. See, if I've given my very best, then I have to rest in that. I cannot compare my best with someone else's best. 
I just must bring my best to the table. And I have consulted professional podcasters, and there's so much that I could do so much better. But I know today, with my financial resources, with my knowledge, with the tools that I have right now, that I am giving my best, even though it's not perfect. And so I have confidence in what I bring to the table. Powerful people are risk takers. They don't wait till everything, all the stars align and all my ducks are in a row, but I'm willing to take a risk because I have confidence in the value that I hold. And I do not let my past mistakes define me. I have made so many mistakes. Oh my goodness, I've had so many stupid years. There was times when out of my powerlessness, I did a lot of crazy things and I responded in a lot of crazy ways. I could tell you lots of stories, but I've done a lot of things wrong and I've made a lot of mistakes. But the fact is, if I learn and grow from those mistakes, I will recognize that I will be better afterwards than I was before. See, without risking something, we've risked everything. Another attribute of powerful people is that they are authentic. They are real, genuine, they are not a copy, and they are not fake. They refuse to wear masks, we got to take off the mask of pretense. You know, we want people to see the real us. Now, the older I get, I might not like the wrinkles. There's a lot of things that uh, I would like to look differently or uh, be differently in my public persona, as it were, as far as how I look. But, you know, I've also learned that just being authentically me with wrinkles or whatever it is that I'm facing, the fact is people are okay with that. I've learned it doesn't matter what generation I'm in, whether I'm a baby boomer or millennial or Gen X or whatever it might be, and I am a baby boomer. But the fact is, it doesn't matter when people know that you're authentic, when people know that you genuinely value them and celebrate them, and you're willing to give of yourself for their good and their advancement and their increase so that they can become powerful people. Oh my goodness, they don't care how old you are, whether or not you have a wrinkle, whether or not uh, you uh, fit into the perfect mold of a successful person or not, because you're willing to invest your life into them. See, powerful people in their authenticity, they reject manipulation, not just manipulating others, but not allowing themselves to be manipulated. We reject usury, meaning I'm not going to use anyone else for my own gain, but I will not be used for somebody else's gain. Now, I believe in partnership. I believe in working together with others, but usury is a different story. Many times, platformed individuals will use others to build their platform rather than using their platform for the good of others. See, Authenticity gets rid of the hidden agendas. It gets rid of deceit. It gets rid of a facade that we wear to get what we want. Powerful people don't need celebrity. They don't need to be a big shot. They don't need to be a superstar. They don't have to be on the center stage. 
If I have to have a platform, if I have to have a position, if I have to have a title to feel good about myself or to believe that I hold value, to have some form of validation of what I carry, if I have to have those things, I will walk in a pseudo power and I will likely abuse my platforms. See, the greatest goal is to be internally successful, to carry peace and security and uh, an emotional maturity. When we really have a heart to make a difference in our world and to release a pure contribution to our world, meaning it's not tainted by fear. When I'm not driven to puff myself up or driven for my egocentric or needs-motivated behaviors, when I can literally give my life fully, authentically, and really for the good of others, I don't need the platforms. But guess what? When I get the platforms, I will use them for good. When I have the titles, I will use them for good. When I have positions, I will use them for good. When I get to be on center stage, as it were, I will use it for good because I've been practicing living a powerful life. So the platform doesn't give me power per se, but in that position, I can use my power for the good of others. Because see, powerful people are not controlled by the courts of public opinion. They're not controlled by the critics, the skeptics, the accusers. They're not controlled by cancel culture. They are not controlled by the people who say, I told you so when they make a mistake. No, if our confidence is founded upon the opinions of others, we'll never be satisfied. We'll always be searching and never attaining. Powerful people are lifelong learners. And I just love this attribute because the fact is I haven't arrived. No one on the planet has. We are all a work in progress. See, we must be aware that there is so much yet that we need to know, but we also are aware that we are worthy of investment. I love to receive from the millennials from the Gen Xers and now the Gen Zers. I love to hear the opinions of others. I'm not controlled by them, but I will, I'm teachable. I want to learn, I want to grow. I, I pursue and inquire of others so that they can help me become better. Because I love the process of growth for myself and for others, because where we are now is not where we want to stay. We recognize we all have blind spots, so we allow ourselves to be teachable as we allow people to speak into our life, because every single one of us can be teachers, leaders, and followers all at the same time. Uh, I have a a YouTube and and a podcast on three relationships we all need, and we all need partnership, working collaboratively together so that we can accomplish a unified goal and a purpose, but we all need mentors, people to speak into our lives, and we all need to mentor, invest into others' lives. All three of these need to be functioning in my life throughout my life. 
So we invite correction, knowing that we've not arrived, knowing that we're not perfect, and knowing that we don't have to be defensive. Because see, powerful people take responsibility for their actions and how their actions affect others. I must take responsibility for the words I speak, the actions I take, and the results that I have in my life, whether it's good or bad. Powerful people don't compete. They complete. They collaborate. Because, see, we're not afraid to have conversations that challenge. We're not afraid to be in a group of diverse people And be inclusive at the exact same time because we have opened up our hearts. We're not afraid of healthy disagreements. When I was young, I lived in Washington, D.C., and I, I, I would just so love to see this take place in society now. And, um, but I lived on Capitol Hill when I first got there for, for quite a few months, and I lived where many of the interns who worked at the Capitol lived. And I worked for the FBI, and so we were all governmental employees, as it were. And I was there, and I remember in the evening, uh, we would all get together, and we'd have these amazing deep discussions where we all brought something different to the table, and we disagreed with each other. We wanted to hear these diverse opinions. We wanted to talk to people who saw things completely different than us. And it was so much fun. And actually, it didn't divide us. It united us. We had so much fun. We would just look forward. Hey, guys, you want to meet down in the lounge? You know, let's have another discussion. And we'd go down and we'd bring some topics to the table, things that were very relevant to our nation and relevant in government and relevant in our spheres of influence. You know, that didn't divide us at all. We took responsibility for how our words, our deeds, and actions affected someone else. Everything we did and everything we said was purely authentic, and it was how we felt, but it was with respect, it was with honor, and it was with validation. Oh, let us bring back healthy, healthy discord. You know, we don't have to force agreement because we don't have to prove anything to anyone. We are authentically us and we want them to be authentically themselves. We don't have to try to conform people to look or think or act like us but literally to discover who they are. That's one of the greatest desires that I have as I invest into a young generation. I don't want them to be a clone of Melody and to think like Melody. I want to discover what they carry and help them walk that out. I want to help them to discover the amazing riches that are on the inside of them. Powerful people are free to fully love others unconditionally. And I want to go uh, to some notes I have on the side here because I want to share with you some questions because you really want to have a freedom to fully and unconditionally love everyone and to be able to bring a level of heart access to the people we are in relationship with. 
So the more of these questions you can say yes to, the greater degree of access you can give your heart. But the more you say no to, it's important that you establish some healthy boundaries, keeping the bad out and letting the good in. And I'm a person who falls in love with people really quickly, and I'm not talking romantic love. I am talking, I meet a young person, I just love them. I don't care what race they are. I don't care, you know, what their vision is, their passion is, but I just want to invest my life into them so that they can be a success. I want to invest into merging and established leaders. I want to influence our world in such a positive way that we can stop devaluation, that we can cross the great divides. This is such a passion for me. But if I meet someone where they function uh, in these uh, 10 or no, I think I have 12 of them, 12 questions I want to ask. If I meet them and they and I say no to this, this person doesn't function in this way, then I recognize I can't make my investment there. So number one, Does this person avoid emotionalism, drama, gossip, and criticism? If they're a drama king or queen, if they love to gossip, if they're slanderers, creating rumors against people, and they're really into cancel culture, if you don't agree with me, you know, just snuff them out, that's not a person I'm going to invest into. Number two, do they honestly and authentically value you? The fact is, we need healthy life exchanges. We need to have people where there's a win-win relationship, there's a giving and a receiving. But if they don't value what I carry, why would I invest myself into them? Because I can only give them who I am. Number three, do you trust them to protect your heart? This is so important Because if somebody is out to try to get me to stumble over my words, misrepresent what I communicate to them, then that's not where I'm going to invest my life. Number four, do they both give to you and receive from you? I've kind of covered for that. Do they have, number five, do they have pure motives and unselfish agendas? That's so important. Because the fact is, if somebody has a negative motive in their connection to me, then that's not a place I want to invest. Number six, do they ask for forgiveness and forgive quickly? That's so powerful. We're never going to have healthy relationships. We can never fully and unconditionally give our heart in any relationship if there isn't uh, the ability to say, forgive me, and then make restitution for it. And also be quick to forgive others. Number seven, do they love you without your title, position, or what they can get from you? This is huge. I have learned through the years, some people pursued me just because of my title or my position, something that they wanted to take from me. It wasn't about partnership. It was a taking. They were driven by what they wanted for their agenda. And when I recognize that people love me only for my title or a position, then I'm not going to make my investment there. Number eight, do they celebrate your success without competition or rivalry? Man, when someone really loves me and celebrates me and values what I carry, man, I'm going to give my life to them. 
Number nine, do they share their hearts and listen to yours without judgment? That's going back to those discussions like we used to have in Washington, D.C. My goodness, we can share and be completely different from one another in so many ways, but there's not judgment. Man, I want to invest into them. Number 10, do they focus on self-control rather than trying to control me? Oh my goodness, I'm not looking for people who want to manipulate me, and I'm not looking for people to manipulate. I want to be self-controlled, and I want them to carry that same attribute. Number 11, do they possess character, integrity, and avoid toxic behaviors? I can't fix anyone unless they're open, they're teachable, and they're hungry, and they're willing to deal with some character flaws that are sabotaging them. Number 12, do they treat you and others with respect and honor? I learned a long time ago, if somebody comes to me talking bad or evil about somebody else, the moment I do something that they don't like, they'll talk bad or evil about me. So I watch how an individual treats others around them, knowing that I will probably see that in our relationship. So if they're ones who give respect and honor, guess what? They'll give that to me. Very, very powerful boundary training right there. I gave it to you very, very quickly. See, powerful people are emotionally healthy, happy, and thankful people. Because see, when you are no longer a victim, you see joy in your life. And I'm talking from my own experience of being victimized in many different ways. And I won't go into all those stories, but see, it's not what happened to me, but it's me taking responsibility for what happens in me. So uh, I'm able to be happy. I'm able to be healthy. I'm able to be thankful because I am not controlled by the actions of others. There's one thing I say when somebody does something really crazy around me, I just think in my mind, bless their hearts, bless their hearts. I'm not going to let it control me. I'm not going to let it affect me. I'm not going to go gossip about them. I'm just going to bless their hearts because... Remember, Melody had her stupid years, so I'm going to allow other people their life processes, really, because I need to think the best of others. I need to take time to understand why they're reacting the way they are. I might not be able to partner with them where they're at in their life right now, but I still must take time to understand why, even if they're imperfect. I need to be discerning, not critical. I need to give grace to others' process of growth. I need to reject every propensity to gossip or to be prejudiced because relationships and unity is what brings great joy in our lives. And I cannot compromise that. We cannot compromise that powerful people. I love this one. Powerful people are inwardly integral. We do not compromise truth. You know, it's so important for us to have an internal, uh, make an internal decision that we are going to have right actions, that we are not going to be deceitful or manipulative, manipulative. 
that we don't say one thing and do another. We don't try to sell ourselves. We're just authentically us. We don't have ulterior motives. We don't have hidden agendas. Uh, and we become very self-aware because the more self-aware we are, the better decisions we make for our life. So if there is a biased thought or a prejudicial thought or a, a an agenda, self-agenda, self-egocentric uh, agenda that wants to rise inside of me, I've got to immediately be aware of that and say, no, Melody, you are not going to go there. And lastly, I want to talk about powerful people change what they can and choose peace in what they cannot change. The fact is, I am powerless to change my height, my age. I can't change my past. I can't change my family of origin. I can't change the abuses that I experienced and the negative things that happened to me. I can't change all these stupid years where I wish I would have. I wish I wouldn't have done this. I wish I should have done that. If only I would have done this. All those things. I've got to get rid of that. I have no power to change the past. Uh, if only I would have made this decision rather than that. These are all powerless ways of thinking, magical thinking, fantasizing, that will never empower me to think magical thinking. When I win the lottery, then I will. No, that's powerless thinking. And I really want to talk very quickly is powerless thinking is when I try to change another person. See, as much as I want to see people grow and mature, as much as I want to see people walk out their destiny and love life and see good days, the more I want that for them, I recognize I don't have the power to do that for them. I can invest into them, but I have to allow them to become powerful. Whenever we look to somebody else to do for us what we need to do for ourselves, then we are rendered powerless. So when I invest into others, I will not do it for them, but I can do it with them. What I can change, however, what makes me powerful is me doing what I can change. And that is managing my thought life, managing the choices that I make, managing my past and how I process through pain and disappointment and failure. There's something called neuroplasticity. It's the, it's the way our brain rewrites the instructions of our memory. And I am powerful enough to submit new things into my mind brain so we can rewrite the instructions of my brain so I can be healthier than I ever dreamed I could be. See, I have the power to be authentically me. I have the power to overcome every mindset in spite of my present difficulties. I have the power to pay the price to increase my ability and grow. I have the power to give access of my life to others. I have the power to forgive. I have the power to love. I have the power to invest my life into the world. Just take these principles 
and look at your life and just go through them and just maybe jot down some things. Really, all these things are to help you become more self-aware. And the more you recognize your places of growth, the more you recognize the places of your strength, you can literally confront the saboteurs of your future. And you can position yourself to impact lives, organizations, communities, and nations for good. Thank you so much for listening to my heart and join me and let's us all together rise up with a powerful mindset so that we can do good and value all of humanity. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. I want to thank you for listening and encourage you to become a part of the Stop Devaluation movement. Be sure to like and follow hashtag Stop Devaluation on social media, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and visit StopDevaluation.com for more information and free resources. You can help spread the movement by sharing with others, leaving a review on Apple Podcasts, and most of all, by living a courageous lifestyle of using your power for good. Go out and value someone today. Your life matters and you can make the world a better place. One word, one choice, one action of validation at a time.